hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Right. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. Uh, please, uh, if you haven't done so already, like, subscribe, follow. All of those things do help us uh, keep the content coming. Uh, as a therapist, I, I deal with a lot of things in my office. And today I want to, I'm actually just going to free flow on this one because to be honest, there's a, I got a lot of mixed feelings on it, it just in general. But we're going to talk about dating. Uh it, <laughs> There's this, well, first of all, we'll talk about the traditional version of dating, but then we'll also talk about the 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 form of dating that most people don't think about. It's the dating after you've already married or committed to the person that you're with. Uh, both of those things are extremely important. And so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we hit both of those. Uh, the, the, the starting spot though, is I got to tell you, for those of you who are in the dating realm, the traditional dating realm, meaning you don't have a, a partner yet. I, I don't envy your position. I, I, you know, I know some of you enjoy that aspect of your world. Um, I don't know for me how well I could navigate. I didn't navigate it very well to begin with. Uh, you know, for, for a guy who's a social science guy, you might think, oh, you know, he knows what to do. And knowing the answers and being able to apply the answers are totally different, uh, you know, pieces of the puzzle. And I, I mean, I would like to think I could, but chances are I, I wouldn't very well. Uh, there's, there, Partly because I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I don't know, a little, I, I'd say I would get a little bit annoyed with the, uh, the model that is pressed upon all of you today who are in the dating realm. Uh, for instance, uh, I've got clients that come in and they're like, I want to date somebody, but I want to date somebody from my town. I want to date somebody that that I can see regularly. I want to date somebody that I don't meet through some online form. And that's unusual now, which is weird to me. When I was dating, it was pre 2006. It was back all the way into the 1900s. I know that's super old for many of you, but at the end of the day, I, I didn't have the option of doing these dating apps and the, you know, meet somebody in your town here, or, you know, the, the weirdest thing that we, I think we saw was people putting stuff in like the nickel ads or, you know, the, the newspaper looking for, you know, uh, you know, single blah, 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 you know, like whatever. And, and now like, I don't know that from what I hear, at least that's archaic. People don't, you know, look for dates in the newspaper, in their local newspapers. They they are looking for dates on dating apps and through social media and online forums. And, and that's odd to me. So let's just talk about uh, the, the whole idea of dating. 
when I work with people who you know are in that phase of their life, I I start with let's figure out who you are. Because at the end of the day, if you are not consistent with your personality, you may find somebody, but it's not going to be the right somebody. Because you will have created some sort of facade just to meet them. So, for instance, if the dating app thing is just not your jam, don't do it. You're like, but then that limits who I can meet and how it goes down. And it's true. It's true. But the alternative is you have to explain why you were being fake. And we know one thing for sure. Trust is built off of truth, authenticity, and transparency. It is not built off of facades. Trust is built off of truth, authenticity, and transparency. And the thing that destroys trust are lies, secrets, and deceptions. So if you are not authentic to who you are in the dating process, then how in the world are you going to find the person who has the perfect flaws that match up with you in just the right ways? How are you going to do that? Truth is, you're reducing your chances because you're starting off with needing to be uh, forgiven for being deceptive from the get-go. And that's a problem. Now, I did throw out something that I want to highlight for those of you in the dating world. What are you looking for? I've already said this, but I said it flippantly because that's just where my mind goes. The In the dating world, it's, uh, I learned this from my, my other mother. I have, uh, I have my, my mother who passed away a few years back. And then I have my other mother. Her name is Vicky. Uh, she was uh, my best. She is my best friend's uh, mother. And she, I remember one time she pulled me aside and she said, look, if you're going to date, you're not dating to find the perfect person. I'm like, Everybody says you're trying to find the person who's perfect. She says, you're trying to find the person who has the perfect flaws for you. The ones that are tolerable, the ones you can handle, because everybody you meet is going to have some flaws. So the ideal situation is not to find somebody who checks off every list that you have. Because you'll just make a new list and you'll have new things to check off. And as soon as you find one that they can't check off, you're going to bounce and go look for somebody new. But if the things they don't have line up with things that you can handle, she's not good at math. I'm good at math. She's really social. I'm a little bit of a recluse. You know, she's this, I'm this, she's that, I'm this. You're looking for a person who has the perfect flaws for you, the ones that you can handle. That's what we're doing. Okay, and let's talk about while we're there, let's talk about the purpose of dating. Many people date just for the sake of dating. They want companionship. Uh, they're, they're selfish in their endeavor. 
They want to see what they can get. In the dating world, if you do that, you are going to run through relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship. It's inevitable. Because you're in it for what you can get from it. I would propose that if you're dating, you shift your focus from that. Less selfish, more selfless. The focus might be something like, I'm trying to explore the world to discover if there's somebody there that has the perfect flaws that line up with me, perfect flaws, we're looking for the ones we can handle, that I could spend the rest of my life with. If we shift our focus to that, then dating has a purpose. It has an intentionality. And when we are intentional in the process of relationships, our relationships are more successful. That is whether you're dating a friend, uh, a, a daughter, a son, a father, a mother. If your relationships have intention, they are more successful. So by creating a, a very specific long-term intentionality, your dating life will shift. It will be more, it'll be improved. You'll know when somebody doesn't fit more efficiently, more effectively, so that you create less pain for yourself and for them if a relationship has, it's it's a dead end. You'll stay, you'll get out of it faster because it's not about what I can get. It's about the purpose, the intention behind the dating process. Dating is the process to get us to the end goal. So if you don't have an end goal, you are literally a hamster spinning your wheel. That's what you look like. That's what you behave like. That's what it is like. So have some intentionality. And remember, you're dating to find a person who has the perfect flaws. You're not trying to overlook their flaws. You want to find them. You want to see them. Because it's in those that you can decide, is this a person I could spend my life with? Okay. Once you're dating, um, you know, being authentic, transparent, and speaking truth as you see it, you will be imperfect. I guarantee it. But there is place for grace, forgiveness, whatever you want to call it. If you are telling the truth as you see it at all times, being authentic, because then you don't have to come back and undo stuff. If you grow, that's authentic. So you can adjust and change and grow over time because it's still authentic. But it's not like a complete 180. Oh, I was just doing the dating app to meet you. Uh, uh, I mean, like, that's, it's absurd. If the dating app thing, because what, what then becomes the question is, well, what are you willing to do outside of our relationship? Are you willing to be that fake just to meet us? But then, then what? 
Are you going to continue? And be transparent. Let's say you did meet somebody on a dating app and you know that the dating app thing is not your thing. Be transparent from it, uh, with it from the beginning. Be really honest with them saying, hey, I don't like this whole dating app idea. That being said, uh, I... I am inadequate at finding somebody and and I I feel like this was this was the 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 way for me to to try to meet somebody. So understand like I'm not a fan of that the model that I even used because sometimes we have to use or work within models that we don't like but be transparent from the beginning. Of course, if you say that to everybody and you stay on the dating apps well, at some point you're not being authentic. Uh, so, you know, uh, that that's another thing to consider as you go. Okay. Um, something that I've heard from clients, from clients that are in this realm, how, how do I, like, where, where do I go to meet people? And I'm like, be true to yourself. What do you like to do? Well, I like to read. Good. Go to the library. Will you meet somebody there? I don't know. But if that's who you are, be true to who you are every step of the way. Oh, I like to cook. Good. Go grocery shopping. Find somebody who's buying some obscure little thing. You know, don't, don't like, don't go creeping around the grocery store. That's weird. But the idea of, you know, I'm going to look for, I'm going to make a homemade salsa. Okay, so you're in the in the store and you're looking for all of your ingredients and you walk by somebody and you're like, hey, do you like to cook too? I like to cook. Yeah, I'm I'm making a salsa. What are you making? You know, I, and just a real casual conversation. And all of a sudden you're like, hey, I just found somebody who likes to cook. You like dogs? Go to the dog park. Right? Like you gotta you gotta put yourself in position. You want to ski or snowboard? Meet people at the mountain. Super easy to meet people at the mountain. Single people, married people, like young people, old people, they're all up at the mountain. If they like to ski or snowboard or snowshoe or cross country or whatever. So put yourself in places. You're like, well, I've tried that. Have you though? I'm going to challenge you though. Because uh, I know I know for people who are, I, I live in an outdoorsy place. And for people who are outdoorsy people, I, I was, I'm, I'm always shocked by how little they go to the outdoorsy stuff in order to meet people. They're, they're like, well, when I get outside, I just go up to the mountains and I just do my thing. Yeah, selfish. You're gonna, you're just doing your thing. If you want to be in a relationship, you have to purposely put yourself in a position to be around other people who want similar things. So you go to REI or you go to Cabela's and you look at their, hey, what's going on boards? And you find, oh, hey, there's a group that meets every Tuesday at you know six o'clock in the morning and goes running in town. Huh. Maybe I'll just go running in. I like to run. I'm going to go for runs in town. And maybe you meet somebody. Maybe you don't. But either way, you're doing something in the realm that you enjoy. And just because you don't meet them in that area doesn't mean you won't meet them because of that area. 
you know, like uh, been part of running groups in the past. It's amazing how running groups like to look after each other. They become little, little miniature families. It's, it's pretty incredible. Or biking groups do the same thing. And they're like, you know, I got to introduce you to somebody I know. And now all of a sudden you're meeting them under authentic opportunities, just relational. I know so-and-so and they met me, they introduced me to so-and-so. Well, now we're just playing the relational, let's get them connected game. Not necessarily. It could just be product of opportunity. Yeah. Hey, they, I mean, I was just talking to so-and-so and I haven't talked to them in a long time and they broke up with their, their, uh, you know, their ex about three or four months ago. And I was thinking, you know, I know a guy or I know a girl for them. Huh? I mean, it can happen that way, folks. All right, let's switch gears. Dating. Is this just a, to get married or to get, uh, you know, that lifetime relationship? No, 100% no. And what is dating when you're married or when you're with your person that you're going to be with forever? It's constantly trying to impress them. It's that I want to show you how important you are to me. And I, I, I want you to know that I am going to try to be the person that you need in your life. I'm going to fill your weaknesses where I have strengths. So as, as somebody who is married and been married for a long time, this is one of those areas that ebbs and flows a little bit. When you find yourself getting further from your person, that is your indicator. It's time to take them on a date. Sometimes people schedule them weekly. When you have children, if you don't schedule them, they don't happen. But if you stop dating, the relationship will inevitably begin to fade. It will happen because maintaining relationships takes effort, work, sacrifice for somebody else. Well, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm really not into giving massages. Give a massage then. It makes it special. You know, I really don't want to go for walks. It's kind of annoying. I go for my run in the morning or I go for my run in the evening and then she wants to walk or he wants to walk. It's like, eh, stuck it up, buttercup. Because dating them means sacrificing for them, creating connectivity. Well, she really likes fast food. I don't like fast food. Okay, fine. Once every couple of months, take her on a date to fast food. Not because you like it, because they like it. And keep that dating go going until the day you die. That's the commitment, folks. Because there's going to be changes in growth that occur in every relationship, in every individual. And if you don't keep dating, you're going to miss the changes in the growth. And then one of you is going to grow into a different direction. And you're not going to be pulled back together. So the fact that it ebbs and flows is normal. But so is dating the person that you've been with for 10, 20, 40, uh, 70 years and learning something new about them. Something that maybe they didn't even know until yesterday. 
about themselves. It's a process, folks. And you got to keep it going. From the beginning, from day one, being truthful, transparent, and authentic, until the day you die, being truthful, transparent, and authentic. And remember, as you grow, there's going to be new things that you like and don't like. And you're constantly going to have to assess, what do you do with this information? Do it together. Struggle with it together. If there's something new about them that you don't like, that's okay. It's your job at that point to say, how can we set healthy boundaries so that we can keep dating and keep falling in love over and over and over and over? And so today, my notes literally just said, dating. I free-flowed this. I don't know what it's going to sound like, to be honest. I, I don't listen to myself. So you're going to have to tell me, folks. You're going to have to let me know, how did I do? Was it okay? Was it uh, a reasonable um, you know, sort of pathway? Did it make sense? All of that stuff, please let me know. Uh, you can you leave comments on Rumble, YouTube, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms, but you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com, or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy-perspectives.com, you'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.